And joining me in the studio to talk a little bit more about this is Mark Spain, who is the Chief Fire Officer for the Northern Territory. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, listeners. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Now, firstly, uh, that fire ban is in place today. What are the conditions looking like for the morning? Uh, at this time, it's a four-hour window, Katie, this afternoon, So, and it predominantly affects the Bachelor region, although it encompasses the Darwin area as well. So it is a concern to us, but we'll have uh, resources available. Now, obviously, it's a concern for, you know, for the very obvious reasons that, uh, that you don't want to see any of those fires out in that area, but it's also a concern because this morning we're learning that the Humpty Doo Fire Station is closed. Um, why is that? Yeah, it's, we had a number of um, vacancies on shift. Uh, within the shift environment, I have to, what they call emergency response areas. So I have to maintain a minimum staffing crew, and that's particularly being Darwin, Marara, um, Berrima and Palmerston. Uh, Humpty Doo is there. We try to fill it Monday to Friday when we can. However, due to the significant um, vacancies this morning, I had to make a very difficult decision based on risk uh, that I'd have to close that. Humpty Doo Station. So, a Humpty Doo Station's not open on the weekends? No, it's open Monday to Friday, including public holidays, from 8 o'clock in the morning to 1800 hours in the afternoon. All right, so it, it does usually open from Monday to Friday. It's not open today, and it does sound as though it's due to some staffing issues filling those filling those rosters. Yep. Um, now, Erin Early from the union had said earlier that there were no calls made to try and, and fill that roster and that this is simply a cost-cutting measure. Yeah, I'm not sure where Arena's getting her uh, intel from. Uh, however, from the Watch Commander, there was two calls made last night to all um, firefighters that were eligible for the overtime and another round of calls this morning in order to try and meet our obligations and serve and protect the community. So there were phone calls made to try Absol- and fill those positions? Absolutely there were. And then the other alternative was I had to move um, some day work firefighters into fill the short force because we actually could not fill those with those eligible firefighters. And then as a result, I've had to hold over one fire uh, station officer today who worked last night, uh, but he'll receive an eight-hour break on tonight's shift. All right, so it does sound as though there's some different things that you're trying to juggle there in terms of their overtime and in terms of your staffing levels, but uh, you you are telling me right now that there was definitely calls made last night to try and fill those positions. Based on the conversation I had with the watch commander who was on duty last night and early this morning, uh, it confirmed there were two phone calls to all the relevant firefighters eligible for overtime last night, again followed up with calls today. There was one member who took overtime last night and then this morning at 5.30, unfortunately, he he became sick and had to not turn up. And so what's the go here? If the calls were made and, and, you know, you tried to fill those fill those jobs or fill those positions so that you could open the uh, the Humpty Doo fire station today. What's the go? How come no one could do it? Uh, I'm not sure, Katie. We'll, the uh, shift crews will ring them up and they'll either say, no, they're not available. Uh, they don't really give a reason. They're, they're on their time off um, and they say not available. Then we have to come up with some other contingencies. Um, the Chief Minister had said on the show earlier this morning when I asked her about the situation that her understanding is that there were, uh, you know, people have been sick and that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a number of factors involved in it. We've got currently got a recruit uh, school on at the moment, so therefore they did their 14-hour night exercise last night. So a couple of those uh, training instructors weren't available today. They're having a well-earned break from that exercise. We have a number of people who are on light duties who can't perform operational duties. And also I'm working closely with the Minister, Katie. 
warden uh, in relation to our staffing allocation as it is. So that's an ongoing process. All right. So, um, Spaney, the big question, I suppose, from the union or based on what the union had said is that this is a cost-cutting measure. Is it a cost-cutting measure? Yeah, no, I think Arena's lost her way a little bit there. Uh, I absolutely have the community uh, in my mind the whole time, but I can only do what I can with my finite resources. Uh, Absolutely not. We would have filled that station if we could. As I said, we've tried several times to do that. I've had to manage to bring day workers across to fill that, uh, which is unusual because I had also had uh, received a text from United Workers Union saying that uh, they needed four days' notice, so they didn't have to take today's uh, overtime, but I think most of them uh, have got the right idea to protect the community. I think the biggest question that everybody's wondering this morning is is the community safe? We, as I said, Katie, we've got our volunteers, but mindful of the fact that our volunteers also have uh, work, but we will be able to respond. I have a number of resources available to me. I have the Deputy Chief Fire Officer uh, out at Bushfires NT as a liaison officer, so we'll jump onto things fairly quickly as they evolve. All right, so, I mean, just taking into account that obviously that is a, there is that fire ban in place, um, and you've said that there is going to be that four-hour window, the Savo. It is mainly the Bachelor region, but based on the fact that Humpty Doo's not open, you still do feel as though the community's going to be okay should a fire, should there be a fire and, and you need resources out there? Yeah, I certainly can't can't say that hand on heart, but what we'll do is I'll throw everything I can that's available to me at the moment. Uh, we also have aircraft through the Bushfires NT on standby, of which we'll deploy uh, ASAP should it be required. Um, do you think that you're going to run into to this situation again? I mean, you know, again, there's going to be people listening thinking, oh, if this can happen to, to Humpty Doo, could this happen at one of our other stations around Darwin? Yeah, once again, um, I'm not quite sure why so many of my firefighters weren't able to do the overtime under normal circumstances. I've had no real issues up until today. Um, but at the end of the day... Uh, it is what it is, and I've got to try and manage. I can't say it won't happen again. Uh, we'll try every effort to keep it open. But certainly I'll say very clearly it's not a cost-saving measure. Uh, I only have finite resources and I only have very small crews, so therefore I want to throw everything in I can. Do you think that there's a situation here or there could be a situation where there's games being played? All I'll say is there's an uh, enterprise agreement uh, bargaining going on between uh, government and the uh, United Workers Union. All right, so uh, I don't, I'm not too sure where to go from there, but so, um, so there could be. Yeah, this this was uh, played out about four or five years ago, um, where I had to bring in overtime, um, rest relief overtime, uh, from my firefighters, but. I'm pretty reluctant to go, we'll avoid that at all costs because of fatigue for my own firefighters. As Arita said, you know, we've got to look after our firefighters as well as the community. All right, Mark Spain, we are going to leave it there. Chief Fire Officer uh, for the Northern Territory, I appreciate your time this morning at very short notice. Thanks so much for chatting with us. Appreciate it. Thank you.